Hello and welcome to Somos Padres, a podcast dedicated to the constant development of our parenting and ourselves. We are your hosts, Paulo and Yesenia. Thanks for joining us as we share our parenting experiences rooted within the context of our own life journey. In that spirit, we will also be sharing parenting information and the stories of madres and padres out there who have embraced their own personal evolution as the greatest gift of parenthood. Here we go. Does it matter how we love our kids? Does it matter how we express that love to them? Does it matter how we treat our kids? Does it matter if we treat our kids differently when they follow our rules versus when they do exactly what we told them not to do? Does it matter if we ignore them when they throw a tantrum and give them a big hug when they pick up all their toys? Does it matter if when they get a four on a test, we shower them with high fives, we post it on our social media, maybe we even give them money. But when they get a one or a two, we tell them, well, you need to study harder, you need to do better. This is not good enough. Does it matter if we spank them when they hit another child and buy them ice cream after a successful no-hitting playdate? Does it matter? Did it matter to you as a child? Do you remember how you were treated when you made a mistake? When you didn't score that goal, when you got a C, a D, an F on a test, did it matter? Today, what I want to pose as food for thought is that maybe, just maybe, our love is conditional. And I want to make the case for a move towards unconditionality. Now, I'm wondering if what I just said, that our love is perhaps conditional, I wonder if it made you cringe a little bit. And I kind of hope it did, right? I, I want to be a little provocative here. I, I want to challenge you just a little bit, make you feel a little bit uncomfortable right here in this space because I'm not looking at you. No one's looking at you. This is about you and yourself. So you can dare to be vulnerable with yourself and just go down that rabbit hole of that discomfort and think about these things. 
is my love conditional? And let me also say that I actually don't think that our love is conditional per se. I would say that what we communicate is that our love is conditional. Because beneath the surface, I think we're all love, right? But sometimes that's not what we're communicating. What we're communicating is, I love you if you do what I want you to do. And when you do what I don't want, I will withhold my love. I will potentially treat you unkindly. I will make you suffer. And that is not communicating love. At least I don't think so. Perhaps you do, and that's okay too. Um, but I don't think that's what that communicates. And I think if you go back and you think about when you were a child, I don't think that in those moments you felt unconditionally loved and accepted. So that's today's topic is how much are we being conditional versus unconditional? Now I'm going to use, um, I'm going to be referencing this book called Unconditional Parenting by Alfie Cohn. That's where I'm grabbing most of my concepts and definitions. So FYI, if you want to go pick it up. So the basic way that Alfie Cohn distinguishes between conditional and unconditional parenting is conditional is loving kids for what they do and unconditional parenting is loving them for who they are. So what does that mean? Okay, so if you're loving kids for what they do and by loving them, I mean communicating that. Okay, guys. It means that we love them depending on how well they behave. It means, or it communicates, that our love has to be earned with good behavior or whatever our, you know, whatever our expectation, whatever our standards are. So loving kids for what they do means that, you know, showering them with our love is dependent on them behaving well versus loving them for who they are, which means that they don't have to earn our love. It is just there, that at every moment, moment to moment to moment, what we're communicating is we love you, we're here for you, we treat you the same no matter what. Kind of a big difference, right? So I don't want to spend a whole lot of time talking about conditional parenting because what I really want to make the case for is unconditional parenting, but you have to know, like, am I doing it? So how do you know you're being conditional, right? Basically, you know you're being conditional when you're doing something to a child versus working with the child, right? It's when you're... um you're basically either punishing them or trying, you know, taking away 
something that they like, right? These are, and it's not because you're a bad parent. It's not because you have bad intentions, none of that. It's because in our culture and in our traditions, this is, this is the typical way we're taught to parent. So please don't take what I'm saying as like, oh my God, Yesenia is judging me. She's saying I'm doing it all wrong. No, none of that. No, 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 no. You will decide for yourself whether what you're doing feels right and is in alignment with the way that you want to parent. I just want to throw things out. Okay. So, so going back, are you being conditional? Are you parenting in a way that is meant to just demand obedience? Somehow in society we're we're traditionally taught that you have to, you know, make things unpleasurable, make them painful or make them, you know, make them be undesirable for a child that somehow you have to inflict pain onto them or, you know, cause this is how they learn, right? Los tienes que corregir. You have to, you have to straighten out your kid and that this is the way you do it. Whether it's spanking, whether it's punishing, whether it's timeouts, I mean, think about it. Even timeouts sends the message that in this moment, I can, you know, even if you try to do it in a really loving way, it still kind of communicates that I don't want to be near you right now. You have to go, you know, out of my sight. Like basically my love, my presence, you can't have it right now. We're basically manipulating kids with our love in a way, right? Now, I don't know about you, but that doesn't communicate unconditionality. That doesn't communicate. There's nothing that you could ever do that would make me love you any less. That, that, that's not what those moments communicate. That's not what those practices communicate. So we can choose again. We can see these moments with new light. Now I am not going to stand here and talk to you about this and, and act like I don't go conditional every once in a while. I do. I lose it. I am not always, you know, my A game is not always there. I'm not always patient. I, I can't always see my way through that. But all I am saying is that we need to move towards unconditionality. I know it's there. I know what it feels like, right? It's like, you know how you know God is there and God is like unconditional love and you know you know, spirit and unconditional love is there, but sometimes you just can't touch it, but you know, it's there and you know what it feels like. It's the same idea. I know that unconditional is there and I'm just always trying to move in that direction, just trying to move it in that direction. And that I think is all that can be asked of us is that we know it's there and we're trying and we're moving and we're moving. That's, that's all we can ask. Now, I, I want to make the case for unconditionality, right? And I already started to touch on this, but the number one reason that I would make the case or, or where I'll start is that I really truly believe that our homes should be safe places, a safe place where what we are communicating is that you are whole, you are enough. There is nothing you could do where I would love you any less. 
that I'm here for you no matter what. I don't care if you make a mistake. I don't care what grade on the test you get. Like, are you doing your best? Like, that's what matters to me. I know who you are and I am your refuge. You should, you don't have to be afraid of me. You don't have to be afraid of my reaction because I am here to communicate love and acceptance and that you're enough. So I would say, number one, that's my number one reason why I make the case for unconditional parenting. Another one is, and I'm a total go, totally go spiritual on this one. I really think that if you're on the spiritual path, path, sorry, if you're on the spiritual path and you believe in the unconditional love of God, however you see God or think of God, but if you're on the path, then unconditional love is what we are all aspiring to, to communicate that, to be that, to embody that. And who better to practice with than with our kids? Who better to embody this with than with our children? It is part of our spiritual path, guys. I really, truly believe that. We can't continue to parcel out and act like the spiritual isn't directly connected to our home life with our kids, with our spouses. This is where it starts. This is where it starts. And so if you believe in kindness, then at every moment, am I parenting you with that kindness? Am I parenting you with this unconditional love? I went to a wedding the other day and they read from uh, Corinthians, right? The traditional um, passage, love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Guys, that is our North Star. That is what we're aiming for. Okay, I'll leave it there. I'm feeling all warm inside. <clears throat> like I, I'm literally almost to tears. And you can hear my kids screaming in the back. Um, so homework. This is the homework. I want you to think back to the last 10 times that you parented. And I want you to think how many of those times were conditional. On a scale of zero to 10, how many were conditional? Is it seven? Is it four? Is it 10? I mean, if it's 10, it's okay, because I think that that's what in our culture and society, that is what's acceptable. So please do not feel bad if it's a 10. What would it take? So the first part, what is your number? And then the second part, what would it take to move you just one to the left? Just one less. What would it, If you're at a 10, what would it take 
for you to parent next time, the next 10 times, what would it take for you to be conditional just nine times out of 10? If you're at an eight, what would it take for you to get down to a seven? What would it take? And I think that if you would be willing to share it, hashtag Somos Padres series, and please tag us, Somos.Padres on Instagram. If you're willing to share it, that would be fantastic because then we could begin to help each other because maybe something that you came up with will be helpful to somebody else. Okay, guys, super excited. I'm going to get back to my family. We just had uh, people come over, so we're going to go visit. I will see you guys next time. Thank you guys so much. Ciao. Bye. Hi. If you like this podcast, please share it with your friends and family. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and please leave a review. It is a super, super important in order to help spread the message. You can follow us, our parents on Instagram at iam.isenia at palomenchaca and at somos.bardes. You can also subscribe to their newsletter on their website at somos-bardes.com. Gracias!